Bills. <laughs> hey, it's Walt with One Fall WrestleCast. How are we doing? Uh, hey, so obviously we got some stuff to talk about. Um, Scott Hall, man, he's uh, still kicking from what I see. We're going to touch on the career of Scott Hall. Um, and then uh, Big E, oof, oof. Um, yeah, we're going we're gonna to break that down a little bit too. And then um, it, we... we We've got some AEW things that we've, we've been kind of batting around this week. It's going to be a make for interesting conversation. We'll catch you on the other side. Welcome to the One Fall WrestleCast. What's up, dudes? Hi, guys. Hey, yo. Little known fact, uh, that's actually Tom's voice doing the One Fall. We just multiplied it uh, about 100 times. Uh, oh, we're going to go, there. go back to this. You want You want to bring this back up again? No, it, huh. it, it sounds great. It's a great soundbite. If, if only it's it's, it's a top soundbite. Sound if only yeah. that was true. We're gonna go back to this again. You you want to argue about the the fucking intro video again? <laughs> uh, he don't know what he wants to argue about, Walt. He don't know. I don't. It's it, it just it's it's kind of like when you're playing Mario Kart and all the you hit one of them question marks and the shit just spins and spins. You don't know what I'm gonna argue about. I just kind of make it up. On I was just, I was just Whatever get the comes coin. Out of my pitiful mind. I don't, I only ever get a coin because I'm always in first place. <laughs> I feel you. That's no fair. blue shells for Tom. That's for sure. No blue shells for no. me. Now I've no. never even got, I've never even got a blue shell or that thing that turns you into a missile. Never got that either. I've gotten that one time, and I think it's I, I drove off a rainbow road and got passed, and like pulled me up and brought me down, like. <sighs> That thing's yeah. dope. It is dope. I've watched my I think kids it's fair get to say it. That my uh, co-hosts here obviously play on the 50 cc difficulty. So thanks for making that known to everybody, guys. You know, you, you could at least put what? on some panties and act like you drive bro, 100 bro, or just because, 150. Just because you're bad at Mario Kart doesn't mean we're playing <laughs> on 50 cc, pal. Okay, <laughs> come on, just calm down. All right. Uh, look, man. Look, man. I got an eight-year-old. All right. I got to keep my Mario Kart <laughs> skills up to par. Because you want to talk about oh, somebody sure. who's playing on on 150 CCs plus. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that kid. It's hard to beat him, and I do it consistently. He's down, probably down there playing Mario Kart right now, ready to kick my ass. Well, I mean, if you lose to the child, then it's a whole week of gloating. So I understand. You, you got to keep me, the house. He whoops me and. Sm- he whoops me in Smash Brothers, though. I will admit it. He whoops me in Smash Brothers. It's not even close. You got to work on your Kirby. That's where it's at. I like to be. I like to be Richter, and I call him Pretty Ricky. Like oh, I'm Pretty Ricky, because one, Rick Richter is the best Castlevania. Richter is the best Belmont, and I will not hear it any other way. And two. I can talk about Pretty Ricky, and my kids are like, what the hell are you even talking about? I don't even know who Richter is. Who the hell is Pretty Ricky? 
Shout out to Ricochet. The, Un- the United States champion. Or no. Intercontinental. Intercontinental. Finn Balor is so, the United States champion. We go from one Intercontinental champion to perhaps one of the most legendary Intercontinental champions, Scott Hall. Um, man, this has been a crazy week, right? So apparently Scott Hall had fallen down um, and, and he messed up his hip and he was in there for hip surgery of some sort um, and had a bunch of complications and a blood clot got loose and Scott proceeded to have three heart attacks and now he's been on life support for the last couple of days. Um, but at some point today, he was taken off of that life support and um, as of Two hours ago, the last update that I got, he was still kicking. So, um, you know, T's and P's to, to Scott Hall. and we'll, here's, we'll hoping he, here's hoping he kicks out. Yes, I definitely. Would, uh, I, would, I would certainly celebrate a kick out at this point. I might, I might cry. I would be that happy. Yeah, uh, almost, yeah I don't think I've there's almost... anybody in the wrestling community that would be upset at a kick out, for sure. Oh, man. This is, that this would is be, huge. Uh... This is the bad guy. This is you we're know, losing quite the icon, and especially our generation of yeah. growing up watching wrestling. You know, bad bad times don't last, but bad guys do. Uh, so, and that's the truth, man. Let's, and, and, let's hope. You know, and here's the thing. I guess, uh, you know, like they were were talking. Like, there are a lot of people are getting upset because people are like, you know, really speaking about speaking out about Scott Hall and like, you know, well wishes and stuff. But I guess there's some like R.I.P. messages that have, have come out and like Waltman and, and, and Kevin Nash took yeah, Twitter and they were pissed. Um, like my, my brother is hard is still beating. Yeah I, yeah. I saw. And, uh, you know, rightfully so. I don't think that it's, I'm still hoping for a kick out. I'm absolutely, I'm, I am, you know, anybody that knows me knows that I am a number one, the, uh, the most optimistic human, don't you have a mute button for when stuff like that happens? I really don't know. <laughs> anyway, so uh, you know, uh, as far as all that's concerned, uh, you know, I'm, I'm hoping for the for a kick out here, and uh, yeah, don't uh, don't don't put a man don't put a man in his grave before uh, before he's there, while uh, well, while well, 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 he's still warm and while well, his heart's still beating. I'd uh, I'm I'm still hoping for a kick out, but uh, yeah, man, it, it's crazy, you know, and it's like. I, I'm I'm glad to see that like everybody the that the wrestling community is so so behind Scott Hall through all this right, um, and because you know somebody that has absolutely left a an impression on us as fans, um, you know, and from all accounts is a super creative dude and and just super in tune to the business, um, you know, but I don't necessarily know that it would have been that way a couple of years ago, right? May before he got himself put together and and taken care of and um you know, was able to get clean and on the straight and narrow. Well, I, I think that, I think that his story is inspiring as well. Like as, as, as great as his career was, uh, as great of a, as, as big of a, he was probably the most impactful guy that was not a world champion. Yes. Uh, as far as all that's concerned, like he was intercontinental champ a couple times. I'm sure I know he was tag champ, champ a few times, but he was never like the world champ. Um, but being one of those guys who was never the world champ, uh, he was probably more impactful than half the world champs that ever were, at least, if not more. I mean, you know, there's very yeah. few guys who have had as much impact on the business as Scott Hall, uh, particularly, you know, Hall and Nash. 
with the Outsiders and the forming of NWO and just who they're just their presences in um, in WWF before that. Uh, it's important to point out too that I believe I, d- I don't believe anybody ever kicked out of the Razor's Edge. Am I am I incorrect? In thinking uh, that I don't believe it ever. I don't I, believe that it's ever happened. Either. I don't believe it ever happened. I think it's like one of like three finishers that's that that's ever happened to, um, and the other two are like you know from back in, back in day. So it's it's really uh, you know he he was a guy that really had a mind for the business. Uh, I saw a funny thing as as we were getting ready to come in here uh, when he had met the Dudley Boys. It was all fake smiles and hey how you doing? He walks up to Bubba and shakes his hand. And looks at him and says, hey, man, I love the 3D. What a great finishing move. I can't wait to kick out of it. <laughs> and, and, like, there's the bad guy, right? There right. He is. That's, that's, that's him. And that's, uh, you know, that's the guy. Uh, killer on the mic. Just, just one of the best promos. Um, and really with a look, you know, if you look at his early career, with like end up when he was in like, in like the NWA and and what I was like the Indies prior to his come up he was a much bigger guy he was much more yes he was a, he yeah. was he yeah. ended up being a very just sort of tall and lean not you know kind of like Psycho Sid in a way but like yeah but like you know that like lanky lean but still big strong looking guy and um, you know really a unique look for that time because usually at that time you know he's wrestling Vader he's wrestling you know, big guy like Yokozuna. He and Yokozuna had some clashes. Uh, you know, he's he's wrestling like the big men that he wrestled because he was a big guy. I mean, he was like six six or something like that. And you know, yeah. I mean, he wasn't he wasn't a little guy. Um, no. But the the big men back then were were big, and they didn't look like Scott Hall. Scott Hall looked like you know he was ripped and shredded, but like he was lean and tall and long too. So it was like he he had a really unique. Uh, at the time, look in the business. I think there's guys who kind of do it now, um, you know, in the post steroid. But he didn't. He never looked like he was on steroids. Whether or not he was, I don't know. Um, but he didn't. He never looked like he did. Uh, no, no. I would say he he never never had the appearance that you know he was he was doing the juice and you know all that good stuff. But he was definitely you know early early on uh, an extra large individual. Yeah, I mean, he was uh, you know. he was he was thick like like a Samoan, kind of a that kind of like you know. He was, so he was, I, I I mean I gotta I, I've gotta gotta put it out there, Derek. It's like you know obviously the the contributions that Scott Hall has had to the business, man. Like, what what has Scott Hall meant to you as a wrestling fan? You know. Oh, but that's one of my earliest memories. Was uh, I mean back in the day growing up, I was a huge WCW kid. Um, I loved that shit. I loved me some NWO, loved the Bischoff. Still to this day, I, I'm a big Bischoff follower and all that, as we all know. And, uh, you know, so for him, not so much as Razor Ramon, even as Razor Ramon, that was obviously a fantastic character. But uh, then yeah. to come over as Scott Hall and just to have that monumental moment of, you don't know why you, I'm here. It's like, you know who I am, <laughs> but you don't know why I'm here. Uh-huh. And everybody, you knew everybody in the WWF side is like, oh shit. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's why. I can imagine the boys backstage were like, oh, that's going to be uh, good. <laughs> I mean, that's a yeah. that's a killer promo. I mean, what a huge, huge influence that he had he, on, you know, that whole scenario. I mean, he, 
him and Kevin Nash put WCW on the map in oh, '96. WC- at that moment, no, that was it. WCW would have been nothing without them, I, and I, uh, you know, to to this day, I think that that it would have you know continued to just be, you know, that spinoff of Crockett Promotions. Uh, yeah. And, and it, you know, maybe it wouldn't have gone under. Maybe they wouldn't have gone as hard as they did. Maybe it would have continued to be a little bit more of a conservative wrestling show. Um, but, you know, then at that point, do we have, if we don't have the Monday Night Wars, where is professional wrestling today? Right? Is it, is yeah. it lame as shit still? Yeah, guaranteed. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm, it... I'm sure we're still doing all kinds of garbage man and plumber and God knows what other kind of worker gimmicks you well, want to do because because it's not drawing any money so these guys all got to have other 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 uh yeah this, this is actually other, their actual other profession. careers yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Britt baker's would it, it would be it would be the norm right <laughs> like oh yeah. yeah i'm a i'm a dentist but also a professional wrestler like that was that would have been yeah. it would we be had a dentist yeah it was kane yeah he was just slightly evil which he Britt was baker demented. i guess you could say the same about uh, but at least her name's not Britt Yankum. <laughs> it was was it a little too on the nose there? A little too on the nose. <laughs> Dr. Isaac Yankum. Uh Dr. I Yankum. Yeah. Anyway. Tom, I love the shirt. Is that new? Uh no, this is actually very old. Is that right? This is- this is one of the older NXT shirts. It's a good one. Uh, I like that. I, yeah, the, the anything with the black and gold with the skull, I'm all about. Cool. It's it's the Busting it's the metal new the old metal version. It's the metal version of NXT. Yeah, it was whenever you know it was fucking good. Um, yeah. Anyways, hey, man, but for sure, but for for real, guys, like the things that you're saying is absolutely correct, right? Like Scott Hall, man. Like I was a huge Razor Ramon fan. Like when, even though he was a heel, he was hard to he yeah, was hard to he hate. Was so fun to watch. He was so, so hard much to hate. Fun to watch. It was like him now, and Roddy Piper were like they were like you were supposed to hate them and they did terrible things. They were despicable. But when they did it and they get the mic, go hey yo, hey yo, everybody, yeah, yeah everybody. And it's it like, was, dude, I, I felt bad for the guy when he lost a one two three kid. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, oh man, I can't believe he lost to him. And like, how much fun was that? You know, back in the day, whenever we were younger, and like, you didn't, you, you knew, you heard the rumblings, but like, you didn't really I didn't hear care. the rumblings. I didn't hear the rumblings. Didn't I didn't care. know anything. Wrestling was real to me, buddy. I don't know about yeah. you, but it was and real back to me. Then I hated one, two, three, kid, because at that point, I wasn't loving the wrestling itself. It was more the action, and I was like, this little, this little punk beat Razor Ramon. No, no. And you know, at that point, I, mean, I wasn't like, oh man, look at this technique and. This is fantastic wrestling we I, got going on here. I was an I was just a kid that was pissed. I was the best WWF mark as a child, literally. I love. I so love. Much has changed. I uh, know. <laughs> I loved. I loved all the baby faces. I hated all the heels. No, that's not true. I loved a lot of the heels too. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I love. Like, oh my god, you know my favorite was because he was on like whatever that Saturday morning thing. Well, it was Tatanka. I loved Tatanka. And you would see Razor Ramon also, but like Tatanka was fantastic because he was like the Saturday morning version of Hulk, the Saturday morning Native American version of Hulk Hogan. Yeah, dude, I, I appreciate <laughs> the comparison because because he would he would Hulk up like that and start 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 doing a little tomahawk dance around the ring and then just 
beat whatever jobber's ass. It was great. Actually, he beat he probably beat Razor Ramon a couple times on that uh, on that program as well. But I was enjoyed both of them. Uh, but yeah, I mean, just a guy who command his presence was commanding. Uh, you know, anytime you give him a microphone, they gave him a microphone. There it was. Yeah, it, when they inducted him in the Hall of Fame twice, both yeah. times they just let him talk. <laughs> it's like, yeah, let's let Scott Hall talk. That sounds like the right thing to do. One and, of the uh, greatest Hall of Fame speeches. Also, I'd like to point out. I, that it, you're, I mean, it's, you're going to come across. You want to talk about a true redemption story? That's uh, yeah. If you watch that DDP, the DDP yoga thing, like yeah, with with him, yeah. like his transformation, like he's in a wheelchair in the beginning. Mm-hmm. He can't. The man can't walk. And then, mm-hmm. like, I mean, you want to talk? Gee, it, that's it's the it's. The, between it's it's one of the greatest redemption stories, not just within wrestling, just period, that I've ever heard. So, uh, you know, I'm even. still hoping, I'm still hoping he kicks out of this and is you know, and it's it just adds to said redemption story. That's that would be, that would be to me, uh, you know, sort of the icing on the cake. So that's that's my hope uh, for that. You know, he's, uh, yeah, he's I- not count he's not counted out yet. The three count hasn't hit yet. I, we can only hope. Absolutely. You know, I would, uh, I would very much, um, like to, like to wish Scott Hall, you know, best wishes, man. Let's, uh, let's get on the right side of this thing. Cause, um, you still got stories to tell pal. Still got stories to tell. And I'm here to listen. I've, I've heard them all. I've heard them all. I'll listen to the rest of them too. Absolutely. There's one for the bad guy. So more sad news. Um, Man, Biggie bre- broke his neck, man. Um, two spots, cervical one and cervical six. Um, they're non-displaced fractures, which require no surgery, uh, just extensive rehab and time away, rest and recoup- recuperation. Um, as somebody that was in a uh, car accident and um, fractured my cervical seven, um, the immobility piece of not being able to move your head and neck is infuriating. Um, and it gets old really, really quickly. Um, so, you know, to have had two fractures in two different, um, areas of the, you know, the cervical area of the spine. Um, Well, it's important to point out, too, that he said that there's no damage to his spine. His spine is it did not take damage. Uh, so that's good news. Uh, no surgery is good news. That cervical one, particularly, is a tough one because, I mean, you you could you could fracture that and become paralyzed. You could well, fracture that and die. It's not That's uncommon. like the clip. Yeah. Right? Like, the C1 yeah. is the clip. That's the thing that when, like, people break that, that's how they die. Yeah. It is that cervical one it's you know um so that's wild when yeah. when i when i read that it was a cervical one i was just like holy shit well yeah i mean you were you you before biggie posted anything you were like dude z1 oh my god he may never walk again this is we we may never see him again and you you're right i mean you know more you you know more I, about you've I, had I, you've unfortunately you've been in yes a, a situation to know more about this <laughs> Um, but it's, it, you know, for, for that to happen, uh, Dave Meltzer had said today, actually, that, uh, Dave Meltzer had said today, actually, that, uh, it, it's, it's, it's 
lucky for him, one that he was in, uh, he was where he was, which is where all the great, uh, all, all the great, uh, you know, neck surgeons and yeah. and doctors and specialists are. And two, isn't that where uh, uh, Stone Cold's dude, Youngblood's at? Isn't he yeah. down there in Birmingham? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't realize all that whenever you guys were actually mentioning that the other night. Well, and, um, and the guys, the guys that got Daniel Bryan and uh, and and Edge back on back out of retirement or the those guys they're down there too so not the now, guy that got edge out the guy who got edge outs in pittsburgh i just assumed it was the same guy uh anyway so uh they put him in the back to tank if you've been watching the boba fett book of boba fett that's been over for weeks now um but uh yeah no so he he apparently is gonna be okay it's just gonna take you know, some rehabbing and some some getting back to it, which is fantastic. This is not, I didn't, when we saw it happen, you know, not a thing anybody wanted to see, uh, you know, for Big E, for Big, for Big e especially. Yeah. And, I mean, just one of the most beloved guys, and you saw the outpour of just respect and love for this guy. But one thing I want to point out too, uh, we're talking about redemption story, just, uh, you know, quality human beings and redemption stories and just good stories. The big thing, one of the biggest things for Big E that I saw, he was so like, this man's in a neck brace, right? He just broke his neck. He's out there telling everybody, thank you all so much. Uh, I love you all. The, the overwhelming support has been breathtaking. Like he's telling us, He's 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 comforting us. He's blown yeah. the broken neck. He has been comforting us for like like the last few days since it happened. He comes on to comfort us, and it's like what the what the hell, man? And like don't comfort us. Like I, I, like just just the quality of this man. Um, you know this. You know pile that on top to the story about that you hear about him and and Cody going to tell Brody Lee or tell Brody Junior about Brody Lee. Yeah, uh, you know, just just there's there's certain people who are special, and and I I feel like he's one of those special people that just you know the world's a better place with him in it. Yeah, and every second he's breathing, he's doing everything he can to make the world better, and that's one of those things that like when something like this happens to him, and then his first instinct is to comfort us, those who love him. Who he's never met. I've yeah. never met Biggie. I think that 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 definitely measures the the character of the human being is by good being able to you know in your worst hour go in and say, "Hey guys, I'm okay. I'm gonna get some sleep." I suggest you do the same. Um, you know, a, a, and the fact that he he took that time to make sure that friends and family and and fans knew that he was in good spirits. Um, I think that went a really 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 long way for everybody. Um. You know, Derek, what you got, man? Big E. I feel like it's really tough for Big E to not be in good spirits. I mean, look at the guy. No matter what happens to this man, he's he's basically cutting promos on life and having a good time while he's doing it. He's he's comforting us, like you guys already mentioned. You know, and he's the one that's obviously in a his uh, neck's broken. My yeah, neck's not he, broken. Why is he he's got quite me? the situation going on? <laughs> um, you know, I, I saw that the recovery time. Apparently it was eight to twelve weeks, which surprised the hell out of me. Uh, that seems really fast. I don't but, expect to see him. Well, I think the recovery time. I think the rehab is gonna because he's gonna lose a lot of muscle mass. In oh, the absolutely. Next eight to twelve weeks. So I think that he's gonna probably take a good six months just to get 
yeah, that's eight to twelve. That's eight to twelve weeks of immobility. Yeah, yeah. Like there's this, no putting a bar on your back and doing a squat. No, and and, and that's eight to twelve weeks of like just wait and see, right? Like because the thing is, like a, a fracture like that um, doesn't necessarily heal properly, um, which has in the last couple of days since Biggie announced that it was a C1 C6 fracture. Um, a lot of folks have come out and said that this could be career ending for Big E because of the uh, delicacy of the muscle or of the bone density um, in that cervical one. And the fact that it is like a little clip and it doesn't have anything to adhere to, um, you know, to kind of regrow it's already kind of does this and um, any added friction or pressure could cause that to occur again. Um, so there, there's a lot of like, you know, NFL doctors and like big time people that are coming out and talking about this kind of stuff. So, I mean, I, I really hope that, it, that that's not the case, right? Because to see to, for us to, to lose big E as a, as a talent, you know, to something that really, I feel like was avoidable and I'm not yeah. going to, I'm not going to sit here and I'm not going to say that this was anybody's fault or that anything, you know, like that was meant to happen. Um, I just saw some things that I, I think could have been avoided, um, you know, and that's me as a fan that understands, you know, for the most part, what these guys have to do to do what they do. Um, well, you know, for the longest time too, this, the, 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 the over the head belly to back belly to back suplex was it was banned it was banned along with, you know the, with the pal driver with with all that stuff because post benoit post uh, you know stone cold with his neck and all that well, stuff well taz is what got that overhead release uh that overhead release belly to belly banned because whenever him and kurt had that match at madison square garden yeah and then but he and but kurt and uh brock lesnar because they they wanted to do it and it eventually just kind of got it worked its way back in and biggie i mean it's it's in biggie's repertoire his comeback his comeback is two belly to backs and then the 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 belly to belly like side slam um thing like that's his that's his hot tag so it's it's really um you know, it's 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 unfortunate, is what it is. I, I it's always looked like a like a crazy move to me, and I think that's the point, right? We're all yeah. we're supposed to go. <gasps> it's pure power. Yeah, you know, it's to to you know display pure power. I mean, that's really to what he, it's about. To heave a man over your head is it's insanity. Um, but it, you know, it, it, to do it on the floor. Uh, you know, I know it's done all the time, and it's one of those things where it's like you know they do it for the pop, they do it so that people like go. <gasps> I just, uh, I, it's, that's not a thing that I'm like, that's one of those things like with the, with the light tubes and with the chair shots and with the, the death matches and stuff. To me, it's like one of those things where it's like, you know, I've already lived through this attitude era and I've seen what ha- what's happened to, you know, my favorite people, some of my favorite people ever. Uh, and you know, just the, the struggles that they've had with it or their careers cut short, lives cut short, uh, because of it. And, and it's just one of those things where it's like, this isn't something that I want to see anybody else who I like, who, I, who I'm genuinely a fan. I'm genuinely huge Big E fan, huge New Day fan. Um, you know, genuinely, like I, I was just gushing about how, how wonderful, how special of a human he is. And, you know, this is not something I want to see happen to anybody, let alone somebody I admire as much as I admire Big E. So um, here, you know, here's hoping that, you know, this, this week of, 
of sadness uh, sort of lets up on us here, and and kind of we get some good news. So I, I have a follow up question uh, about all of this, right? And uh, you know, it, when when you get out there and you you start digging into the forums and and you see what everybody's talking about, stuff like that, you always get this air, you know, this like little bit of air, this negative air that floats in, in the forums and 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 shit. And um, you know, a couple of months ago, man, we had something similar happen with Madcap Moss where he got dumped on his head too. And he didn't and, get hurt it, though. No, but. It leads me to to ask this question, and Derek, I want to get your opinion on this first. Um, are we rushing these guys along too much, too quickly, too soon? Actually, what I was going to bring up, and that that is probably a portion of it, but what I was going to say that no one else I don't believe has mentioned up to this point is whenever we're going to do moves of, of this nature, you, you kind of need to look at the body type of each participant. And say, you know, so for instance with Taz, he's a short guy. He's body slammed a lot of people. Obviously, Ridge Holland is a smaller guy compared to Big E. Was this a good idea In before we ask any other questions? Was it done properly? I don't know. I don't have any sort of formal training. I don't. Uh, obviously, we know it wasn't done properly, properly, because we've all seen this happen a million times. And, you know, for the most part, it's all been fine. Um, but yeah, the whole, whose idea was this? Who, who signed off on this? What, what, what producer at this point was like, yeah, all right, that'll be a good idea. Cause did we we question this in the walkthrough is really what, what I think the the question you're trying to ask is, yeah. did did we question this in the walkthrough? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I I mean, that's. That's perfectly legitimate too. I, I think that somebody like Rich Holland, not that I don't think Rich Holland is a big strong guy, but is of course is, absolutely is. But is you know, is Biggie the the kind of guy he should be throwing over his head? Right? Exactly. I mean, that's, that's exactly that's, what I'm trying to get at. Like, like maybe, maybe you if know, this maybe was Woods, have, then I'd be like, okay, you right, know, maybe, like maybe he, he has an his, maybe he has an easier time doing it with Woods or Kofi. You know, uh, do you, do you have me do throw somebody over my head? Like, no, yeah. like I'm not strong like, enough to do that. I, do I seem... throw Walt over my head? You know, it's like that. Right. Like, no. Yeah, it's you know, like that, it, that's dangerous. It, yeah, both I mean, of us. Yeah, Look. but I mean, I understand where you're coming from, but like, you're talking about two guys that have identical body types. Like, but Ridge Holland, I don't think. And back to your point, you know, we calling people up too early, or we having them do that. Like, I yeah, think yeah. that I, I think that you know he's he's is he used to doing this move? Yeah, I think he is. Is he used to doing this yeah. move on men the size of Big E? No, absolutely not. And I don't think that, especially on the outside of the ring, um, where it's not quite as padded. I mean, I don't know how you don't padded have it just is. the exact same amount of spring. You know, you're not going to get that extra little bump off the off the ring mat that you would so, you know, being um, in the middle. I, I, just to Tom to give you a, an idea of the mats that they use, they use those zebra rollaway mats. All right. Um, and anybody that has ever been in a jiu-jitsu school or uh-huh. you know, an MMA gym or anything like that, a lot of these places use those zebra rollaway mats. Um, they're really, really nice, right? They're stiff, but but they have a lot of give to them and it yeah. makes things they bounce, you know, you they have a bounce. Yeah, you got a little give to it, little bounce. It feels, you know, you know whenever you hit it. Uh, um so they're they're firm, but but they're not. It's not like working on concrete. No. Of course, of course. So, um, 
you know, I, I think that this is probably the safest outside mat that WWE has ever used. Oh, for sure. In the history yeah, of Yeah, and, and I didn't mean to come in here questioning that. It was more of, like, I feel like you would get an extra spring in your step, so to speak. By gives you a little, gives you a little more lift the ring. to be able to because those the other thing about exactly, those too you know? is they don't they're more of a cushion they're not much of a spring they don't bounce they 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 bounce but they bounce in a way where if you hit it flat you go it's mm-hmm. instead of you know just going swack um, so I think that the point being is uh, you know it. it, it I think it comes down to physics, and somebody didn't think this through. About every, nobody thought it through, and that's the problem. And nobody thought it through. Uh, the physics weren't right, and it just didn't work. And it didn't work, and now a man has a broken neck. And, you know, we wish him the best in his recovery, but this is one of those things now that I think they need to be a little more careful with. Uh, you know, thankfully, it seems like, hopefully, you know, all goes well, and he comes back, and, and he's back in six months or whatever, and, and, and it's fine. That's that's obviously what everybody wants, right? That's, that's yes. the Yeah, that's, absolutely, and, and I that have no seems doubt in to my be, mind it's something that they'll evaluate moving forward as far but, as... But yeah, you know. exactly. I think moving forward, I think it's important to evaluate this as a like, okay, maybe, maybe we just do a belly-to-belly, <laughs> like just boom, and not so much like, let me heave this dude over my head. Yeah. out here sorry bailey uh, but um your signature is now just a common move everybody well, does the belly to bailey it always <laughs> it always has been oh come on the bailey to belly yeah sorry i'd like i'd let penny out she got she get anxious well at least you just have the cat that makes noises and not alexa that has insufferable gas and then i don't know what the hell the other set of noises was supposed to be i don't I don't know what's going on in my house. I apologize to all of our fan base. It's kind of embarrassing. I sent a nasty text to Jeff Bezos just so, a few minutes ago. This is unacceptable. Fresh off of the WWE Twitter. WWE is saddened to learn that two-time WWE Hall of Famer Scott Hall has passed away. Fuck. WWE extended its condolences to Hall's family, friends, and fans. Um. Twitter's kind of blowing up about this. John Alba, Scott Hall's death is tragic, but his redemption story is his defining legacy. This story could have ended more than a decade ago, but with the right people around him, he didn't let it. That's a badass. That's the bad guy. And I think we just talked about that. So, like, that's a great take. Um, Man, Mark Madden, Scott Hall, rest in peace. A true friend to me. I will cherish his memory and love him forever. I hope he knew how I felt about him. Scott made me laugh. He made me think, and he made me better. Scott was one of a kind. So, I mean, just the positive outpouring of respect for Scott Hall continues. Um, You know, it's just, man, that's, that's, uh, that sucks, man. That, that, that sucks. Um, You know, obviously condolences to his family. And, you know, I mean, it's a sad day for wrestling fans everywhere. Yeah. You know, yeah. Re- really and truly we, is. We were hoping for the kick out to the end. Uh, I think that's the, uh, man. Sucks. I don't even know what to say. I, don't even I know, Yeah. I don't even know what to I, say. I, I just, just I, I saw it and I figured I'd better mention it. So I was um, kind of, I was, I was, I was trying, I was staying away because I knew that it might, I, I just had a feeling, right? Yeah. Well, the feeling that like, 
it could come up whilst we're hanging out here. And you know the worst part is like her timing has couldn't just be worse. It's really, it's really like, inappropriate. I mean, I, I, yeah, it's really inappropriate. Apparently, Scott Hall out. has you know, now let the dogs out. Scott Hall has let the dogs out. Um, yeah, you heard so, it here first on one, one, one fall wrestlecast. Yeah. Thanks, anyways, man. man um, that sucks. That sucks real bad. Um, <sighs> so. Uh, let's move on though. Um, try to, you know, do a wrestling podcast here, I guess. Um, what do you guys else want to talk about? You want to talk about some bad booking? Well, we got to talk about other things before we get to that. Uh, I don't know that my heart's in that yet. Can we talk about Butch first? Yeah. Yeah. Forgot about Butch. <laughs> How could you forget How about Butch? How bad is it to see Butch standing beside WWE superstars on Raw compared to NXT? <laughs> I never realized the size of Pete Dunne. Well, that's why he's until born. yeah, it was like whoa. I'm telling so where's you right brother now, Luke? So Luke is actually Rich Holland's first name. Did you know that? No, you're, Rich you're first name right is Luke. Now. No, it's gonna be because of the Bushwhackers. Yeah. 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 So Luke's actually yeah Rich Holland's first name. Oh my god. Oh. So it's yeah, either an homage on this one. So it's either an homage slash slight for that, um, or you know, whatever. Oh, you, you mean look. like one of those Bearcat situations where like it's a tribute, but it's also the worst thing you could ever pin on somebody? Keith Lee says, Yeah, man, I, I'm the one that tried to draw those connect those <laughs> dots on the Bearcat thing. He was like, Nope, that's not what it was. They it just It's like putting polka dots on Dusty. Bearcat. Yeah. Bearcat. Mm -hmm. Don't look at me. Uh, but Don't look at me. As crowd. far as Butch goes, I mean, it could be worse. I've heard worse wrestling names. Yeah. My like Gunther? Yeah, exactly. My or, dog growing uh, up was Butch. Uh, Well, I don't know if you remember Butch. Yeah. Little, little guy. Little, little guy. Yeah. Was, yeah. Butch was my dog. Um, So I, I, I tend to, I tend to have fond memories of said name that being said it's really dumb because like pete dunn has already been like he's been on raw before as pete dunn plenty yeah. of times like like yeah. plenty of times uh yeah so you many times he's the he was in the first he it's he was over. in survivor series like yeah like two years ago as and, pete you know, dunn big, big he's held Pat belts McAfee, right he's trying he's like um yeah, so we know him as another name elsewhere, but uh, Butch, there he is. And it's like, nice try, Pat. Yeah. Does Butch <laughs> have a last try. name? Pat, liter Pat McAfee literally had a feud with this man. Yes. Right? Yeah. They were on the they same, same team. They were on the same team. They were war games, games together. Undisputed. Yeah. Absolutely. It's like, oh, yeah, let's totally forget about, like, that. Like to Pat, for Pat McAfee, it's like they're, they're like, erasing his legacy. <sighs> His legacy as well. Yeah. His all all the Pat McAfee matches, all one of them. Um, because yeah, was he was. On... You're right. There was two. I'm I'm miss... about I'm... to be three. About to be three. I'm actually pretty stoked for that one. They actually hyped that up pretty good. I was not expecting that on Friday for Pat to just fire up and like beat the shit. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Uh, they got me fired up. 
Um, but anyway, I digress. Now, uh, Butch is uh, not the worst name they could have gave him. If it wasn't Pete Dunn last week on a show that I watched, I'd have been like, oh, Butch, whatever. Okay, some guy in suspenders looks like he drinks and fights and put him with the other guys in suspenders who drink and fight. Whatever. But, yeah, that's great. terrible. So they but put it's that not. little cabbie hat on on him, you know, like uh-huh. they didn't make I, him I mean, cut his hair though. I like those, right? Like I I, I wear those. Like, yes, you do. Always makes fun of them, right? But like Pete Dunn's got his long hair and he's got this bun on the top of his head. <laughs> it's like and they put he this wore, cabbie hat on. It, he it's wore it like way up here, like right here. Yeah, just like That's he's gonna be in a top hat next week. At least whenever you had he a man bun, you never wore the cabbie hat with it. They're gonna put him. Gonna, That's going to be a whole other level of me giving you shit if that happens. They're going to clockwork orange him next week. That's what they're going to do. They're going to have <laughs> the thing under their eye. They're going to be in the top hats oh and like the, the white, the the white button up like under under clothes. I go talk I about Lloyd. This is a broken man that is working for a paycheck. They're going to talk like this, they are. Bro, he no. looks so goddamn disappointed outside the ring. He's just standing yes. there trying to be mad, and he's like, I'm in these fucking suspenders and this stupid fucking hat. You could tell they dumped this Butch gimmick on him like 20 minutes after he showed yeah, up. Yeah, like 20 minutes before he comes out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And he was like, you fucking serious? Wait, you you guys are ribbing me. This is a rib, right? Throw these like, suspenders is- on, fella. You're one Put of us now. His own fella, you're one of us now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you know what? Like, Seamus makes that shit look good, right? Like, but God. Seamus can pull it off. But, you know, your followers of idiots. You know, you, you know what? Uh, this 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 is sort of the sink or swim moment, though, is, is it not? This is yes. the, like, here's a bunch of chicken shit. Turn it into chicken salad. But why do we have to keep doing that, fellas? Why? Cause he's a little guy. I, I think that's that's really what it is. It's cause he's a little guy, and and Vince wants him. Cause let's let, let's let's think about X Pac, right? Let's think about X Pac. Comes out as the one two three kid. Terrible. Well, he's what? a lightning kid first, right? Lightning kid, then one two three kid, then he leaves, and is six pack, right? Yes. At, in in WCW. Trivia Comes- question: Do you know why he changed his name to Six? I do not. Derek, do you? No, I just figured like the he liked the color green, and that was the color of the pool table ball, and that was One cool plus on a two shirt. Plus three. Oh shit! Look at you. Actually, now that you say that, isn't that interesting? So Never heard of six, that. That's cool. One, yeah, that makes sense. Right. So six pack. Useless. Well, One full trivia for you. And then I he like comes it. back. Hey, Victor and Hernandez. All in the right. Chat. One plus two plus three. See. They, Look nice. at that. We got viewers that are smarter than you, little dick Derek. I didn't know either. It's Shh. fine. Shh. Don't pick on just Derek. Look, Shh. hey, when no, I'm no. wrong, it's, it's it's fine to also pick on me. I can take Victor it. just won a free shirt from Walt, so you know. Get with him in the in the uh privates afterwards and hey, there's no get your address and your shirt size. <laughs> Listen, seriously, though, since Derek's up here doing that, if you want to share, hit me over on Instagram uh, at one underscore fall WC. There you go. <laughs> You're welcome, Victor. Thanks Might for tuning late. in, bud. <laughs> anyway, uh, I mean, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, they saddle somebody with kind of a dumb gimmick and he works the the Saturday morning shows and the, you know, the, the side, the side hokey guy. I mean, let's not forget Dave Batista came out holding a, holding a 
collection box with a chain around his neck. That's fair. Um, and he ended up Dave Batista. So, you know, uh, but he's also a monster. Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, (laughs) Pete Dunne is also yoked and really good at wrestling. So, you know, uh, let's, if he's standing in the AEW locker room, maybe not so much on Raw. He might be. Look, he might be in six I've, months. I've got to be not, honest on this one, you know. Like I, in six you months, know I love AEW. But. In six months, he might be standing in the AEW locker room. I'm not saying that that hasn't happened to literally everybody almost who has come up and then been renamed Bearcat. Yeah, I could never imagine Adam Cole if he would have actually made it to the main brand and been on Raw, seeing him standing beside fucking Baron Corbin. Happy Corbin. Let's say, for instance, who's not generally conceived as a huge guy, but still standing beside him would be like, oh, all right. So it's like Baron that. Corbin's a Baron Corbin's a huge dude. He's yeah. probably he's probably six, four, almost 300 pounds. I had no idea that the bruiser weight was um, not so bruiserish until you set him up beside Seamus and Ridge Hall. And like, look, oh, Seamus, oh, Seamus, like me. Is a- <laughs> All right, we didn't move on. He's just a little guy. <laughs> like, like me. Seamus is a big boy, though, too. Like, Seamus so, is I mean, huge. Listen, have you I ever met, have you ever met Seamus? Have you ever seen no. Seamus? Oh, my. I saw him at a, at a, just, it was like at a meet and greet type of, it was like at a Comic-Con type deal. And, like, I saw him walk in. I wasn't even lying. I just saw the man walk in. It wasn't quite like seeing Kane walk in in like 1997. It wasn't quite like it were 1998. It wasn't quite like seeing Kane walk in like and have to duck to get into like a, a hotel like ballroom. But it, watching him walk in, it's like just in like he's in jeans and a t-shirt. But the man is like this wide, and is is literally yeah like six something, and it's like. What the hell? Like they just—it's like a wall. A wall just walked in. Uh, yeah, huge, yeah. huge dude. Uh, and Ridge Holland also must be a huge dude because they stand him next to Shannon. Yeah, because he stands so, up nicely to him. I mean, it's not like he looks out of place. No, they—they they absolutely look like yeah. But Pete Dunn is—it was—he just a little guy. Um, yeah, he, he was a little out of place. I hate to I say mean, it. I don't have any problem this, with Pete Dunn. I love what he's done in NXT. But it just looks look. I, I'm I'm really excited. I think what they're gonna do with Pete Dunn is he's gonna be their like tiny angry dog, yeah. and and maybe the tiny angry dog's name is Butch. He just made him a Chihuahua. I don't like this. What's another tiny angry dog that's less Spanish? Wiener dog or British? No, <laughs> wiener dogs are man. They're 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 chill. Yeah, yeah. they bite you with those little teeth. You're just thinking of Oliver and company. Why should I worry? You never know what kind of entertainment you're going to get on our wrestling podcast. Oh, shit. Listen, listen, it's good. Where are we at? Butch, man, though. Pete Dunn. Yeah, I'm kind of with Tom, man. I'm interested to see where it's at. Uh, I, I think that, you know, just think reverse China, right? Like, China was a heat magnet because... She's this massive woman that's taking care of these two world-class performers. You know, just flip it around. You got angry little dog. I'm interested to see what happens because I'm interested to see what Pete Dunn does with it. Like, does he take this as his chicken shit to chicken salad moment? Or 
does he just get depressed and fall on his face? And I, I think that's really, this is his sink or swim moment with that. Uh, you know, yeah. it's not going to be all on his shoulders. Mm-hmm. Obviously he could do everything right. Nah, but he's got to own it though, too. He's got to own it, right? He's, yep. he's really, he's got to step in. He can't just be bitter about it, um, which to his credit, he's, he's only really fired off one tweet since, but you know, he, uh, he, he seems to be on, on board, at least for the moment uh, about it, or at least partially, but yeah, he's got to, if he owns it and he does good with it, um, I do think that there's, cause Butch could always just be some shitty nickname and he could be Pete Dunn again, right? Yeah. But. Like it doesn't have to be that way, but at the same time, like you got to be able to do, you know, the as the little guy, you got to be, you got to prove your worth. I think, and I think, you know, a, a lot of the guys who are on the roster have done the, 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 you know, chicken, chicken shit to chicken salad kind of thing. Uh, and this, truthfully, look, if you're gonna get paired with somebody, it ain't that bad to get stuck in a group with Sheamus, right? Nah, like, there's I would way say worse people. Not. They could just have you chasing the twenty four seven champ around there's a lot of that going on too you know so it could be way worse like you could be you could be you could hold wine for reggie like there's you could there's way worse places to be than standing next to sheamus getting ready to throw punches on a former world champ yeah because that's what he did that's down coat that's that so i just saying we'll see where it goes it's unfortunate because the gimmick's shitty, but I, I think that that's one thing that's like not being talked about enough. Tom um, is the prime time spot that he debuted in, you know, um, with the New Day throwing hands on a former world champion, standing next to fucking Sheamus. So you're can he get it over? Right. Can he yeah. get it like? Because if he can get it over, what can't he get over? Right? Listen, but if here's he, what I. I'm just going to say what everybody's thinking, okay? If he can get this over, he'd be the first and only one of those NXT guys to be handed something dog shit and get it over. Yeah. He'd be the first one. Exactly. You're absolutely right. Lee couldn't do it. Karrion Cross couldn't do it. Nope. You know, Tommaso Ciampa's the only one that that come out of this smelling like roses. (laughs) He's still Tommaso Ciampa. The only thing that changed for for him was his theme music. And he, he, he stepped up and owned the theme music, too. Yep, like, good on to him. Be fair to Champa, although they could push him out there as Tits McGee next week, and yeah, and, but I think he's also in a point in time in his career too where he's just going to be like, "I'll go home." That's true. Yeah, if if, if yeah, he may. He, I mean, he's no he's no young kid. He's made enough money because he's been in this for twenty years now, and he's yeah. made he's been a top tier guy for twenty years. He's been on. I mean his his. NXT contract is more money than we've ever made. Yo, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, let's say he's probably got a few mil in the bank. And, you know, if he just wants to leave and be like, no, I'm not going to do this. And, you know, they can leave him in catering or just, you know, whatever. And not, and just either, either one, not pay him. Or if he leaves, how do you not, if you're AEW, how do you not pick him up immediately? Right. Yeah. But, I mean, that's also one of those things that that's up to him, man, because he's right. very much. Or said, maybe he just goes home. I mean, yeah. He lives in Florida. He, He's been know, very vocal about the fact that, hey, like, I'm the, my family comes first, man. And, like, if I don't feel like this is doing what it's supposed to be doing um, to take care of my family, then I'm going to go and take care of my family. So yeah. um, it's going to be interesting. 
It's going to be interesting. But absolutely, I agree with you 110% that this is chicken salad, chicken shit, or chicken shit to, to chicken salad moment for him. And uh, I hope he gets it over, man. I really do. And then maybe he can go back to being the bruiser weight. I mean, you know, the, we're, we're dealing with the same similar thing with Piper Niven over on Raw right now, you know, where she was given a shit gimmick and she's out there and she's getting over, man. She's, I mean, she's in the main event picture. I don't think that yeah. they're going to put it on, but like consistently, like, no, but like, cons- yeah, consistently, she's consistently like, she, like, ah, oh, we need a heel. Yeah. Get through drop. And, and you know what? She goes out there, she delivers. When they give her the mic, she delivers. Everything they, because shit, they fired even Marie. They kept Dewdrop. Dewdrop's yep. still in the main event. Um, you know, so I think they could be the two, right? It could be both of them. Because I still think Dewdrop's a dumb name. It's dumber than oh, Butch. Oh, absolutely dumb. It's it's dumber than Butch. But, uh, you know, she make it, she's making it work and she's in the main event picture. And, you know, if he makes it work and he gets to the main event picture or the, whatever the intercon like he'd be a perfect opponent for ricochet he'd be a perfect opponent for finn balor uh he was a perfect opponent for finn balor jesus Christ, what am i even talking about they did that yeah they, like six months ago eight months ago uh so you know i think that it's it's a it's a it's a matter of like you know what's what's he do with this moment you know they changed his name it's not even that bad of a name like it's just not like it's dumb it's just a it's kind of a weird like how am I supposed to pretend I'm not the same guy? Yeah, it's, it's like, weird. how did we get here? Is, is I think the I, I was this guy before already, and now you're back. But you know what? Well, Kane did what it too. is Butch? And he's had years to build up this whole character of the Bruiser, but it's and the fingers matter. and the whenever he had the belt, he'd come out with it in his teeth, and it was it was a great presentation. Well, let's he see. had his own gimmick. No one else has done that. Why it's take over, all that though. away? It's over. Look, because it was not- over over well i'm just saying it's, it's, it's legit over now it's legit that's, that's, what I'm it's, that's what i'm saying it's done and it's over right but it's uh, look uh, do i think that they should just it should be pete dunn and you know they can still put him in suspenders in the hat and just make him stand next to everybody because that's what they wear that's what seamus and like they should just dress wow. them all together and like they could just be bar fight you know it's fight night because it's fight night. Bar fight mcgillicuddy I think the big fine. thing here, fellas, is we all know that the problem is it's not a name that Vince owned the trademark to. Well, I'm absolutely. sure that I has mean, 100% a huge, that's problem. you know, just like Walter, who's now Gunther. Doesn't own my name. You know, I mean, if you wouldn't have trademarked it all those years ago, hey. we wouldn't have this problem. You know, I mean, we talk. We're going to do. You know what else is over? Done. Over. Doesn't exist. Sammy Guevara's TNT title reign. Boo! All right, I have to talk about this actually because as great as this yeah, go ahead because I didn't see was, this match. This is the match okay. I did not see it. So the final match, his you. final match, it was stupid. It was like it was put together by complete fucking idiots. First of all, it did. They did that AEW thing where nobody gets counted out despite ever the, the half the match taking place outside of the ring. Can nobody count in AEW? Nobody can nah. count. In AEW. So there's one point in the match, too, because I watched this twice, because I watched this. Like, this can't be as stupid as I saw it, like, it, like live. Like, I got to watch this again. There's one point where they're both outside of the ring. Sammy Guevara half rolls into the Like, I feel like just maybe, like, his head. 
kind of rolls into the ring, and then he pops back out to continue fighting. They've been outside now for two minutes, at least. And, like, Sammy Guevara's like, oh, I better break the count. There's my head in the ring, and then comes back out, back to what he's doing. Like, what? how are they not counting this, first of all? And then, that's the last time there's a count at all in this match. They get back in the ring for maybe a minute or two, and then there's some outs- more outside bullshit. Uh, there's a point in outside bullshit where Sammy Guevara is beaten down on Scorpio Sky. There's a table. I, I can't remember where the table came from, but there's just a random table. This is not. This is a. Re- this is not a table tables match, by the way. This is a regular straight up wrestling match, right? This isn't TLC. This isn't a hardcore match. This is anything like that. There's a table on the outside of the ring, like as you're coming down the ramp, like on the side here. He puts Scorpio Sky on this table and then goes, I'm crazy to the crowd. I swear to God, it takes him a month to get into the ring, get up on top of the turn. Once he's up on top of the turnbuckle, he goes, I'm crazy. Again, twice, right? Twice, two times. Jumps off to the outside of the ring. Scorpio Sky rolls off the table because now he's been there for 35 seconds plus. He's been able to recover. So... Either Sammy's an idiot, or like, the, it, also, how is Scorpio Sky not counted out, or nobody's counted out? Like, this is all just like, like, he's taking a nap. It's dumb. Anyway, jumps off, bam, through the table, dead. So dead. Not only that, at this point, then, the doctor, doctors run out, doctors, uh, as well as uh, Ty Conti run out. Now, mind you, this is a regular wrestling match, okay? This is not a hardcore match. This is not a death match. This is not a tables, ladders, and chairs match. This is not a false count anywhere match. This is nothing like that. Ty Conti runs out. Doctors come out. Excalibur says the match will continue after the break. (laughs) Wait, what? What do you mean the match will continue? And then they kept it in picture in picture. He just laid there for, like, the whole commercial break. He laid there for the whole commercial break. Ty Conti's there fawning over Scorpio Sky. I don't know what he's doing in the ring because they're not looking at him, but he's back in the ring. Like, nobody's counting one, two, three, four, hundred. Like, just apparently countouts don't happen during commercial breaks, okay? No, but don't sure let Orange Cassidy pin somebody during a commercial Absolutely. Absolutely, they'll let Orange Cassidy pin somebody during a picture in a picture. So anyway, Ty Conti's out there. First of all, I, and I realized this because Jim Cornette said it, because uh, I, I already knew this, so it wasn't shocking to me that she was out there. But the 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 TV audience does not know that Ty Conti's his girlfriend now. Like if you follow him on Instagram, obviously you know, and that's what the but they're like. If you just watch on TV, like if you're if you're Derek's dad, you're like, what the fuck is she doing out there? Why is yeah. he there? Who the fuck is Did, this bitch? Last time, last time I saw him talk about any girls, he proposed to some other lady in November. But she and, didn't but, look like Take Conti. She didn't look like Take Conti. No, exactly. Legitimately, so anyway, I, I don't mean. Will you leave them alone? They're me shaming their relationship. I'm not shaming it. I just wish that, like, it made sense that on television. Like, either make it make sense on television or leave it out. <laughs> like, yeah, anyway. he probably should have just done none of that. So anyway, and, uh, he so anyway, uh, apparently he's dead, and and they started it in picture in a picture, but the picture in a picture goes away for like a, uh, I want to say live. It was it was a herpes commercial. Uh, it went away. 
Nothing the is everything. No, no, it was either that or it was uh, uh what's the <laughs> si- what's not syphilis? What's what's the other one? The one that bo- all the boomers have. Hepatitis. It was a hepatitis uh, commercial that uh, that, that right. the picture the picture. Dude, Have you stepped I, on a rusty nail. No, but this right. is this is how look. This is how bad this was. It was comical. Okay, this is funny to me. All right. So during hepatitis commercial, you know, it goes away. Apparently, they they clean Sammy up. They give him a little little red, little, little red spank oh, in his cheek. Shot tetanus shot to the ass. Yeah, the doctor chucks him back in the ring. Nobody knows why, like, he's allowed to be doctored up and, like, they take a break so that he can get back in to fight more. Anyway, so they come back from the picture to picture, and Sammy's fine. He is 100% standing up, getting offense. And at this point, this is where the match just flew off the rails. It was like, this man was dead going into the commercial break. But during the commercial break, somebody, like, gave him cocaine, and now he's alive again after falling to his death. I watched him fall to his death. His girlfriend came out to give him. They came out to give him the last rights. Anyway, he ends up losing anyway. So all of this was was for naught. I don't know who put this match together. So listen, but funny they story. shouldn't be allowed to put matches together anymore. Funny story, right? So you you talk about you because you watched it live on Wednesday. I watched a replay on Friday. Um, your criticism has been out there about Sammy Guevara just winds up in the ring and nobody quite understands what happened. Um, it's so in the replay, a hepatitis C commercial going on. In the replay, they edited it so that the picture in picture stayed. Oh God! With the commercial, okay. And Sammy like goes back. He like fights off the doctors and like goes back in the ring. Oh okay, I didn't see that part. Yeah. yeah. So he fought off the doctors. Yes. And then was a hundred percent again. Yes. Great. But how? Even I over here in this corner. The top right corner, as you'll always find me, which I'd like to call the AEW area, ha- has to agree with you. I'm on this one. I'm sorry. It's, so it's, anyway, it's but he, he fights back from the brink of death and loses anyway. Right. So, I mean, it's not even like it was like a, like a poorly told redemption story. Like, none of that needed to happen. There was no point in any of that. They all should have been counted out, but nobody was counted out. And So all that was was a vehicle? For them to include Paige Van Zandt. That's all that was. Sure. The entire spot was to just get Paige Van Zandt in that spot. And And to be completely fair, I'm going to sit here and talk shit on Paige Van Zandt just as I did for Ronda Rousey because it's fucking bullshit. You're going to come in here and you're going to act like a huge wrestling. I don't care about her butthole. I don't care about her butthole. It's funny I can too. Google anybody's butthole. That's not true. I mean, Google yeah, image butthole. butthole. I mean, you know, it's, 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 it's finely there. tuned. I'll just text Lindsay. If I ever had a need for your butthole to send to Tom as a fucked up joke, that's where I would go is right to your wife. And I'm sure she would uh, graciously give me a. Ew, shot. this flew Bro. off a roll. This, this went Bro. somewhere I don't want to be. Bro, my wife doesn't even like looking at my foot. You I'm think have to be she's like, got you know, butthole pictures on her van? Do one of these, Lens. I'm sorry. You're my girl. Look, I'll be sitting <laughs> in a chair. I'll sit in a chair with no socks on. Wife's like, oh, we cover those things up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you're over here talking about butthole pictures. But uh, good luck with that. <laughs> I don't know how to get us back on track. <laughs> 
So, well, so then um, allow me to do it. So, I yes, mean, listen, please. bud. Like, you know, here's the thing. I, I agree with Tom. I watched the match, and I know that you can't sit here and have a have story time with Tom and not understand that that was moment for moment what happened. Like they went through a whole commercial break. It actually sounds quite with no count. Very disappointed. But it was See, a re- is- like like it was a regular match. The AEW did the AEW. Like if this was look, if this was a hardcore match, if this was something where there wasn't a count out, you could have done this. And but it was like, hey, let's put this TLC spot in this regular match. Like, ha- was it a T? If it was a TLC match, great. But here's the thing: it couldn't be a TLC match because I believe TLC match. They still it's still a ladder match, right? They still hang the they still hang the belt. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, obviously, he was dead for, like, three hours outside. So, like, Scorpio Sky could have easily, like, rolled back in the ring, flopped around a little bit like a fish, and still, like, made coffee, and then climbed and, and got it. But that was... I don't know. Those ladders are apparently really tough to climb. Like, I've never climbed a true, authentic wrestling ladder. But they're obviously much steeper than normal contracting ladders. As we've yeah. seen over the years, they're very difficult to climb. Yes. Apparently, you can stand on the top of one for an extended period of time. Hey, hey! Only once you've won the belt. You're aware that those are just spray painted contractors' ladders, right, bud? No, it doesn't seem like that. No, no. If that was the case, they should. Oh, he's keeping. He's kayfabing. I'm keeping. Yeah. They they should go out on the job with other contractors. Like, how do you guys climb these ladders so fast? Put there, some roofing right. shingles on my shoulder, would you? And then I'm going to climb up here real fast. And, yeah. uh, and that's the yeah, problem. <laughs> this is going to be part of my training. Yeah. Put the- <laughs> that's, that's what hey, they ought to do. Why is this so, difficult? Being- I'm, I'm from West Virginia. I've got it figured out. I know. I know what me those, so what you're telling me is those orange fiberglass ladders are much easier to get up than those black, the spray painted black ladders that, that, that happen to be under every ring. Steel. That, steel ladder. Right, right, right. <laughs> Hey, so I'm not mad at the fact uh, that the title changed hands, though. Like, I really like where Scorpio Sky's at. Um, well, I, I, I'm glad for Scorpio Sky. Absolutely. I have a thought, too, about that because uh, okay. he, here's why. So, uh, who's the next challenger for the TNT title? Uh, Wardlow. Yeah. So, was Wardlow going to beat the shit out of Super Babyface Sammy Guevara? Was he going to powerbomb Symphony Sammy Guevara? Now that Wardlow's a babyface that just cut no. his that just cut I kind of wish uh, he would have though. Son of too. a plumber. Wardlow just I cut been on the same, he can still be a babyface and he can still slam Sammy. I don't care. On the same show, he cut his own son of a plumber uh promo. He literally cut that promo. You, you guys came knew, out and down. You guys knew what I was talking about in the in the group chat on Wednesday night when I said, "Oh, and he can talk." Yeah. That yeah. was a great promo. He talks well. Wow. Very Who nice. Who knew? Problem. Wow. Why didn't I know that? MJF knew. That's why he kept him quiet been, the whole time. Wow. I've been watching this guy for two fucking years. How did I not know that? I got news for you guys. That motherfucker's a star. Yeah. What the hell? Star. A star. And, and here's They're the thing, the right? Top. Here's the thing. JR's been saying that shit for three years. He's like, yeah, oh, I'm been. telling you what, man, Wardlow's the next guy. Wardlow's the guy. I'm telling you, Wardlow. Okay, I mean, so I love me some JR, War- but let's be honest here. That was the only piece of prime meat that JR saw from the WWE era that he was like, oh, Look, 
I'm, that's our guy right there. That's blue chipper. That's blue chipper tell, right there. I'm telling you right now, if WWE is not interested in Wardlow, I don't know nothing about the WWE. I am a hundred percent that they're like this guy could be the heir to Roman Reigns. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm sure they're it. like, hey, we'll trade you Butch. For oh, Wardlow. that's why they picked. Listen, that's exactly why they picked. <laughs> <their Brian. laughs> hey, that's why TK and AEW picked up Brian Cage's option is to keep him yeah. away from WWE. Oh, for sure. Change my mind. Even he said just he was suppressed. Just because they don't know what to do with him doesn't mean that Vince does, Vince doesn't look at him and go, Paul. <laughs> I guarantee you he's going to take a run up against Ward, though, and he's going to he's going to eat the loss. But you know, change my mind. It's going to be a big man, big man match eventually. Because at no point, at any point, could they be like, Paul, this is your new boy, uh, and you, you just need to get him over. Roman can R- Roman does not need Paul Heyman anymore. Although that was gold, but he doesn't need it anymore. So like, if they get Brian Cage, they could immediately be like, Paul Heyman. Brian Cage is is a Paul Heyman guy. They'll call him like, like like Johnny Nitro or something. But you'd Roman and Brock say good on their own at this point. And I never thought I'd say that about Brock, but yeah, absolutely. Roman's promo. Roman's promo were like, "These are my people. They tune in to watch me. This is my cameraman. He works for me." I had chills the whole the whole. I mean, it was just a couple weeks ago now, but oh my it's God. another level. It's it's it new level good. stuff. It's it, like it's 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 like it, nobody nobody ever had the balls to have, not have the balls, but like nobody's ever given a promo like that where it's like this is my show, I'm in charge. He works for me. He works, and you know what? Roman's gonna beat him. Roman's gonna beat Brock. It's oh, happen. speaking of speaking of, so there's this thing floating around the internet, and I die laughing every time I see it. They're like, "Oh, did WWE abs- a- accidentally leak a new design for the Unified Championship?" Right. So it's this no. thing, this trailer that they put outside of WrestleMania. Okay, it's like the skeleton of like the WWE Championship, but it's got like a blue check and like a, a red background or some shit, right? And uh, They've literally used that at every fucking live event they go to. Oh, like, yeah. It's the most generic yeah. shit they can come up with. And they're like, oh, this is it. it. It used to have, like, black trash bags around it. Now it's just a frame. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah it's been here for months. Here. Fucking idiots. Well, so here's the thing. is I feel like wrestling, ju- wrestling journalism now is becoming very much like gaming journalism is in a sense where there's like they've got these people who are like essentially new to wrestling but came out of journalism school and are like oh hey you want to write for this wrestling column yeah 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 i loved the you know ruthless aggression era it was fantastic john cena you know and that but that's that's the extent of what they know it's like they when razor ramon passes away they're like who what's an outsider and it's like what what well, and yeah. it's like I, I don't know that you have to be a historian necessarily uh, on everything that happened in wrestling in the last sixty years or or whatever, but like I know who Bruno San Martino is. Like I saw the man wrestle, like on right. tape, on tape. Obviously, I heard secondhand. Like I I am a third generation wrestling fan. We'll put it that way. We talk about second and third generation wrestlers. I'm a third generation wrestling fan. My grandma, my father's mother. One of the biggest wrestling fans. Well, obviously, she's from Pittsburgh. She she grew up in McKee's Rocks. 
Love Bruno San Martino. Why? Italian. Loved this lady. Loved him. Loved him. Oh my God. Would go to the show. Would boo. Would like they're the the old cra the crazy ladies trying to hit the heel with the purse. That's my grandma. That's my grandma. <laughs> and you know, uh, God rest her soul. She's been gone for like fifteen years now. Like, uh, but like she, I would watch like when uh, when I would go when my parents would go grocery shopping or not grocery shopping when they go Christmas shopping for us. Like we didn't know because it was still Santa, but we were kids. Right, they go Christmas shopping on Saturday. Whoa, 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 whoa! Hey, whoa, wait, am I breaking whoa. the, am I breaking whoa, the K-fab here? What do you mean, Santa? Anyway, my parents would go Christmas shopping late into the evenings on Saturdays when I was just a tyke and leave me and my sisters with my grandma. My grandma would totally watch wrestling with me, and we would like like this was the only time I get to watch like Saturday night's main event was with my grandma at her house. Because, like, I'd be like, Grandma, Mom and Dad aren't back yet. Can we watch wrestling? And, like, I was such a pain in the ass. The fact that, like, she, I was like, hey, can can we, like, do this one thing, like, together? She'd be like, absolutely. And, like, yeah. she'd get fired up about it, too. My grandfather didn't, he didn't understand. He was like, what the hell are you watching? Um, but my grandma would yell, like, pin him! Pin him! <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Point being... Is that, you know, wrestling journalism ain't what it used to be. It's like gaming journalism now where it's like, you know, these people didn't break their teeth on Castlevania and Mario. Uh, you know, they, they, they showed up somewhere with Pokemon or, uh, you know, uh, whatever. What's uh, Farm... What's not Farmville? What's the other one, the Nintendo one, where you build the build your shit? Animal Crossing? Animal Crossing. There we go. It's, see, I didn't play it. Anyway, uh, so, like, you know, they show up. It's like, I played Animal Crossing when I was nine. Yeah, um, I got a sweet island on my Switch, boy. Yeah. You can come visit. I, I played my Animal Crossing on my 3DS. Um, and that's how oh, I grew up. Geez. You make me sound like a piece of shit. Because you I'm are a piece of shit. I'm anyway, 35 years um, old with a sweet-ass island. I don't want to hear it. Derek's going to be the first person to enter the, met, the, the metaverse. I like, I can feel it. Wait, okay. I, I know oh, we've, we're, we're already over an hour. I don't think that was going to open up a can of worms. Okay, Jeez, no, okay. This, I'm totally shifting. Derek, you have 30 seconds. You need to give us your honest-to-God review of WWE 2K20. You've now been playing it hard, I know, for three days. You have 30 seconds. Hold on, hold on, hold on. When we get to... In 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, go. Welcome everybody to the must-see TV promo of WWE 2K22, baby! This game right here, everybody, we have waited for two years and three months for its release. And finally, finally, we have something to call Golden. This game. And time. You're done. What the fuck, dude? I said 30 seconds. Oh, sorry, man. I was, I was trying to make it, like, nice, you know? Fail. Anyways, bad. I was going to let him love go, it. man. He, um, he, he no. Had, I was not. I was not. I was not going to let him go. I was pouring whiskey. Damn. Like, I, Damn. I, I, 
Nah. Time's Guys, up. It's so it's good? I fucking love Is it, it good? Um, it's way good. Um, whenever right. I first came into it, I was kind of disappointed because the controls are a little off, and I didn't understand the combo system. I didn't like it. It still takes a little bit of thinking, but I have played it now on both the Xbox Series X and regular Xbox versions. My faction is a great system. I haven't done my GM yet. My Rise is fun. The uh, uh, Rey Mysterio storyline, good shit. I'm actually going to start us up on a... Uh, I got a capture card. We're going to start a little My Rise for the One Fall WrestleCast peoples to uh, you know just follow along the campaign, see where we go, see where we end up. And yeah, it's 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 way worth the wait. I'm very very impressed. I love the new camera angles. The character models are fucking phenomenal. I mean, it is good stuff. Like they everything look looks so smooth. Even hair. Uh, that's one thing that I was always so shitty about because everybody has long hair. It's always wet, you oh, know. So in real life, that looks good. And the video oh. games look like trash. Oh, you nah, finally it, you're finally giving kudos to hair. I'm gonna give kudos to hair. Bro, I've been stuff. hearing this for like fucking twelve years about the hair. They've done well. It's very, very he, surprising. He even complimented the hair movement in Battlegrounds as yeah. opposed to anything prior. Yeah, <laughs> so so okay. I would give Battlegrounds a five. If I was to give Battlegrounds a five, okay. What would you give what would you give this game? I would give Battlegrounds like a three to four. Honestly, okay, I kinda... that's fine. That's that's fair. Okay, so, that. so I would comparatively easily, battlegrounds. Easily, would this give is this? an eight, eight. I'd go eight, eight and a half. Even. All right, and this is the unless form, you're this, and this, this is, is the like the ex, expert on these games. So, so eight. Yeah, this is you know um, I'm not so going to mark out on it and act like it's the end all be all and just give it a ten. No, is it literally what, is an eight and a half? It's that good. So. So let's let's cut out 2020. Obviously, it's a zero. Um, what uh, what what would you give like like 17, 18, 19? Were those like sixes, sevens? Thirteen. This is... Thirteen would be the equivalent. Thirteen was perfection to me. Okay, so thirteen. So this is as good. This is as good of a wrestling game has come out in almost the last decade. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Right. You don't have any think... jittery goofiness on the ropes as far as glitches go. You know, you used to have things where it'd be like. Bruh! And the ropes go all crazy, like oh. And they never patched that, that up. They never yeah. patched. It's that it's. Up. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet in this game. Different camera angle. It's very, very worth the time, man. Definitely worth your all right. sixty bucks. All right, I'm picking. I was not sold on it at first. Now that I've had quite a few days with it, all right, I'll pick it up. That's where it's at. You can you kick my ass. Maybe you kick my ass on the live stream. All right, what do we got next, Walt? Hey, so man, that's good promotion right there. That's like good promotion. It. Yeah, maybe we'll do a little something, something, huh? Oh, I never beat cool. it. I, I, I see that. Um, I, I'd have to get it. Maybe you'll beat my Xbox. ass. You never know. I, I can get it on Xbox. I have an Xbox. Hey, so Derek thinks Tony Khan's a bad promoter, and then we're gonna get into match of the week. I do. That's your boy, bud. Explain to me why, because like, so Dave Meltzer gave him promoter of the year second two years in a row. Uh, I think yeah. that's, I, I mean, I think he's doing like, you know, booger shooters like like uh, like he he must be higher than than dinos than 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 fucking like pterodactyl tits here. But uh, yeah. why why you know why do you think he's a bad promoter? Because like, 
Bang Bang? I mean, you guys know I love me some Tony Khan. I love me some AEW. My thing, though. This past week on Dynamite, we had Dante Martin versus Adam Page for the title. Okay, this is just one example. But what I'm going to say is, was I excited to see that match? Absolutely. Was that something cool that I didn't realize that I wanted to see? Yes. But was there absolutely any buildup? Was there any inkling that this was even going to happen? Like, why would I, I... I didn't even know I should tune in to Dynamite for a championship match with the number two contender, Dante Martin, which we have not pushed one bit. We have not There's pushed There's three him title as matches being, on Dynamite, by the way. Okay, but I'm saying... And more title changes in a $50 pay-per-view. being the number two Fuck. person at all. Now. Didn't know he was the number but two. We have not made that in the forefront of our advertising or in our commentary or any of that. So there was absolutely zero chance that I saw any of this happening. And your brother just came back at the Revolution pay-per-view. And so now you're back as a tag team, but all of a sudden we're going to do this. And I feel like it was a great idea on paper. I, I love it. But could we have had some buildup? That's where I get to where he's a bad promoter. Do I think he's a good booker? Sure. Does he give us what we want to see? A lot of the times, yes. But does he take full advantage of what he could as far as consumer-wise with the television, the ratings, all that? I, it it kind of slips, guys. I, I wish he would do more. And that's just me sitting here, you know, just – Basically playing off the backhand like, oh, yeah, well, woulda, shoulda, coulda. But it seems so obvious. I have a point to make, uh, and I, I 100% agree with you. But here's the other thing that he did on that show. One, he debuted Jeff Hardy. Yes. Which was, uh, if you go back to last week. Eh, uh, you knew that it, was going to happen. I did. Not only did I know it was going to happen, I, ca- I called it last week. I, even, I, 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 I shadow booked this. Last week. I really Rewatch. feel like we should have the most memeable moment of wrestling this week was Jeff Hardy coming out and dancing as his brother gets his ass beat, as we saw all over the internet this week. <laughs> really? Yeah, that, the <laughs> most memeable moment of wrestling was Matt, definitely that. Matt was Matt was getting pounded. Um, so, additionally to that, uh, like he was, uh, yes. Um, so. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, he was getting pounded. And then he comes out, makes the save. I called this last week. Uh, on top of that, they also had a title change in a match that stunk, which I outlaid earlier. Um, so like they already had title change and Jeff Hardy debut on there. So like this was an afterthought. Not only was this an afterthought, it went short. So they had to like shove that pack match in there. That was fine, but it was very much a house show match. But they were like, ah, time go pack with. I don't even know who he fought with, but anyway, uh, we 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 gotta pay Danhausen and we gotta pay Kira, whoever, and yes. all the best we friends. Have, and... We have to pay Danhausen his sacks of money. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, this pay for itself. <laughs> is he is he a bad promoter? Uh, I think that he's a bad booker and a bad promoter. I just think that like. I can't there. agree with the Booker part. I feel like he's a hotshot Booker, but I don't think it's bad. And I don't think that's good. I feel like there's a but point. But just promote it like, to me. 
Well, and on top of that, too, like, and I mentioned this last week when they brought William Regal in, is, like, there's no, like, continuity between... It's not a it's not a complete show. It's just like match 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 match. You're right, Tom. You're right. And and it's you know it's a card in that way, but there's no, like it's a it's a weekly episodic program, right? And mm-hmm. you know you can do match 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 if they're all blow offs at a pay per view, but like that's not a weekly program. And and he, they right. do this every week now, and it's it becomes. I would be honest. This week I, I thought this week Dynamite stunk. Um, I, I thought it. I, I, I thought it stunk. There's plenty Sorry. I wanted to see, but it's just I didn't have any build up to it. That was that's my mean, It was I watched it and I was interested. Why do I want to see this? It. I mean, I know why I want to see it, but like, right. But it's, it was just one of those things where I'm like, uh, yeah. it was it was a it was background noise. So I mean, I that's where know. my match of the is, week is. Is, but, is he a bad booker? Uh, you know, I no, maybe not. Is he a bad promoter? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think his his promoter. That's the question. Stuff. Bad promoter. Ooh. Cause like, I don't think look, he lets us know enough ahead of time. I think that he hyped Ring of Honor more than he hyped the show up of Jeff Hardy, although that cat gets let out of the bag on the internet, but that's a bigger deal. Um, so, yeah, I, I think he's missing opportunities. I think, I think he's missing opportunities. Um, yeah. And, you know, I think that just comes with time. Maybe I, I do think that uh, AEW is in a much better spot now than they were a year ago. Um, so sure. I, I hope that that continues, but uh, I hope that, He's now got smarter people behind the scenes who are going to give him better advice, and he's going to listen to them, uh, and 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 maybe do this a little better. So uh, I'm I'm hoping that this is they're on the upswing here, and this is just this it's maybe just like uh, so. Was that a cut on Cody? Like not. Good job. It's match of the week, Tom. Okay. So, I have two to talk about. One is a runner-up. Uh, so, runner-up is going to be RK-Bro uh, versus Alpha Academy versus uh, KO and Seth Rollins on Monday because that whole thing took an hour. And the match was great. And, like, the build-up was great. It was, But it was an hour. It, was, it, it ate up an hour's worth of Raw. The rest of Raw was kind of poop, except for the Finn Balor match at the end. Um, but it ate up an hour of Raw. Uh, so it was really good, and it was a great way to fill a really long show. And it was the first hour, so it was really one of those things where it was like, wow, wow, they're really going for it. And they're just going to give these guys all the time they, they need to build this, put it together, and just act it out. And then have a great match for an hour. Uh, so shout-outs to them. However, that being said, the match of the week was absolutely Sami Zayn versus uh, Ricochet for the Intercontinental title because, oh baby, the uh, it was the uh, well, so it's between this and the NXT Championship match for me, but I'm gonna go with this one uh, because it was just a better match overall. Uh, you know, Ricochet. Love Pretty Ricky. Uh, glad he's finally getting a push. Had a great match. Uh, defeated Sami Zayn. Uh, Love Sami Zayn. It really just, it all tied together. It was a good pro wrestling show. It was really the best thing on SmackDown. Um, but that's really saying something. Because SmackDown's pretty good. Uh, and, you know, Roman Reigns was there and everything else. Well, actually, Roman wasn't there. But Brock Lesnar chased Paul Heyman, <laughs> which was funny. Uh, 
but uh, you know, uh, yeah, excited to see uh, the mid card titles getting some shine and getting some good baby faces who I've been behind for a while. Uh, so Finn Balor having the U.S. Championship. Hold on, Finn Balor having the U.S. Championship is great, and Ricochet having the Intercontinental Championship is great, and that match Absolutely. on Friday was great, and uh, that's going to be my match of the week. And I'm calling it here, although there was other good matches, like I said, NXT. That triple threat at the end was also great, but we're gonna go with that. With 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 uh, the, the 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 SmackDown, SmackDown, Let's go SmackDown. Absolutely, Derek. Do you want to know how good my match of the week is? All yeah. right, so fellas, we saw what is going to become one of the main storylines of AEW in the near future with John Moxley. And Brian Danielson. This in the future is where it's at. Versus random jobbers, of course, this past week. Because uh, yeah, that was the greatest squash match that you could ever imagine. That lasted more than thirty seconds. They came out there, did what they wanted to do. Why? Tom has so many like hand motions. What, do you need to talk to me, Tom? Do you hate? Will you this just match? fucking go. This is a wonderful match, man. This was good stuff. Um, we're seeing what the future is going to be for these two fellas, and they're going to be tag team champions eventually, and it's going to oh, be great. Okay. Yeah, uh, sure they'll have. Sure, they're going to have such a hard time with Jurassic Express. Well, Jurassic Express isn't going to be the tag champs for much longer. There, nah, that's going to be on the elite here shortly. That's who they're going to feud with. But to see these two guys at the top of their game, in all seriousness, um, come out there and actually put on a clinic on how two top guys who know what the hell they're doing and know how to work a crowd came out and wrestled one hell of a match against, you know, um, not top-tier talent. I loved it. it. It was one of those matches where, if you're not into wrestling at this point in your life, but maybe you liked it previously and like, hey, you want to check out wrestling again? This was a legitimate wrestling match. This was not a death match. This was not yeah, some Yeah, you know, sort the kind of, of shit that Tom you know, and I talk about how much we enjoy every single week. Yeah, you go, how much well, you guys hate. Yeah, you guys hate anything that involves blood, light tubes, anything fun. Light tubes, yeah. So, you know, light tubes this was vicious. 100%. That's a straight-up beat-up fest, and I loved it. So, yeah, that was my match of the week. My match of the week, I 110% agree with Tom. It was definitely Sami Zayn versus Ricochet for the Intercontinental Championship. Um, I liked it so much last week that it was my match of the week. It just sucks that it had to happen, but, you know, housekeeping. And if you really want to know that my opinion on Sami Zayn, um, you can join me Friday for our new 10 a.m. segment. Uh, I'm going to give a little opinion on our friend Sami Zayn. So if you're into that, come join us there. Um, try something new. So, uh, yeah, great Walt match. Has opinions on Friday. I do have opinions on Walt Friday. Walt does a... Can I Wait, did you make a name? What, what's uh, the official name, Walt? I, I, I don't have it. I, it's, it. I'm working on a name. Okay. The man's working on a name. Do you want a segment, Tom? Is that what you said? The man has can, no name. No, I'm. I, can I? Can I like join you and clap for you? I mean, you can do whatever you want, pal. It's, you're you're red blooded American. 
No, just invite me. Just oh. just invite me so I I can be on camera and do this for you. I'll boo you sometimes. Like let me be your audience. Oh, oh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like you make me a little camera, you be like the big, I'll be the little somewhere like a, like oh, a just a little a guy. Just be a picture in a picture. Can we do that? Is that a thing? We Why do I feel like there's going to end up being a fucking cartoon of me in the corner going? <gasps> Wait. I hate can you I, guys. Can I have Evie draw you? I hate you all. Can I have Evie? Wait, my daughter's a great, great draw. She's great at drawing. Can I I'm a great muse. So, you know, it's kind of a nice combo. Well, well, if I let Evie draw Derek, can we? She should draw all of us and then draw where we're, we our mouths are closed, like we're listening, and then where our mouth is open, like we're talking, she draws both of those, right? I'll I'll do something with that. I got ideas. And then it's a pee break? Oh, is that all you had to do? Did you have to pee? No, I don't have to pee. Is it Vader time? Oh, you got a go-go? No. I could go for another hour. I don't want you to go for I another hour. I actually told hour, my daughter that this morning. I just... Um, Listen, it's listen. Like I gotta real, go potty. She said, go stop. potty. I said Vader time. It's Vader time, Daddy. For yeah. for real though, Tom. It's like like I, I I got something, but like if you gotta go, I don't. Why are you being Get weird? It. Tom doesn't have to go. The Get internet is a buzz. Um, Cody Rhodes has signed and is in Jacksonville backstage. You're fucking full of shit. <laughs> He's so bad. <laughs> Are you serious? Look how mad he is. Hold on. Has he come out yet? Hold on. We gotta, I, haven't, I haven't brought this up. Are you fucking serious, Walt? Like, Where legit? I'm, I'm, I'm legit. Where is Kodeth Rhodes? Is he rebuilding the throne on Monday Night Raw right now? The, the, listen, the He's out there with fucking buzz. Gorilla Glue. Okay, like, I got it, Trips. Hold on. People that, like, I trust, like, SRS has not come out and said this, okay? Paul's at home. There, there's some very credible internet sources that's not Dave Meltzer that have said that this has happened. You could lie to Dave. It's so easy to lie to Dave. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> um, so basically, Walt's saying it's Brian Alvarez. Nope. It's not Brian Alvarez either. Uh, well, there's nobody else. Brian, too. What do you mean? There's, Other than uh, Tom? Sean Ross Sapp, there's uh it's Tom. It's not SRS. I would have told you if it was Sean Ross Sapp. That's my dude. Right. Friend of the show, SRS. Um listen, and here's the thing, right? So social media has been a little crazy the, during the entire show too. Um forty five minutes ago, Brandy Rhodes just tweet, uh posted an Instagram thing thing that said uh I think Mondays are actually fun day. Um and then she tweeted that something earlier saying how um you know, everything they're celebrating a a a big announcement. So, uh so can I just point out that I think Brandy Rose is a very pretty lady, and she's you know very nice lady, but she just needs to sh shut 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 your mouth. Shut yeah, your but mouth. here's the thing: she's absolutely a vehicle for something like this too. She's yep. not a vehicle for anything. Other than and then I also saw and stupidity. I also saw that. 
there's internal there's belief that internally WWE believes that Cody Rhodes is playing the Brian Pillman gimmick. I didn't see that, but you did call it. So, I'm not watching anything. Listen, yet. I'm still I, I I don't know. Okay, I don't know. This is just what I see on things that I look at day to day. If Cody doesn't show up on Raw with a gun, then this is bullshit. This could all be, as Conrad <laughs> says, rumor and innuendo. <laughs> but I mean, it's only nine fifteen. So. Then there and was RK a tweet. Bro or the champs. I think there was yeah. a tweet also that Walt's Brandy bullshit had. could run deeper. Uh, we still I have think time. it was Brandy that said um, the visionary it, the visionary is no joke or the visionary is in a nightmare. I, I'd have to go back and look at that. Yeah. Sounds like Seth Rollins. Let me so, see if I can uh, find it real quick. Seth yeah, versus sounds like Cody at WrestleMania. Yeah. Stardust is going to come back. About 30 yeah. people are going to drink some Kool-Aid, commit mass suicide, go up on a UFO. Uh, yeah, that's his new gimmick. Way to go, bud. Why are your knuckles so crunchy? I don't know. I just Here's what it was. Weird, weird Here's what it was. The visionary is table. all smoke and mirrors. It was wild. The visionary what? is all smoke and mirrors. They are going to job Cody out at uh, WrestleMania, aren't they? Um, I don't he's believe get, he's going to happen. He's getting stomped, ain't he? I don't, I don't think that'll happen. I'll be interested to see if he appears on that television show in the next hour and 45 minutes. All right. Well, I'm watching now. So uh, you guys have a good night. And uh, I'm, I guess now I have to watch Raw. Good thing I finished Horizon Forbidden West. Sorry, pal. It's fantastic. I'm real sorry that I finished Horizon Forbidden West, actually. It was really good. It could be twice as long. I still, It's really good. Anyway. Well, Derek's going to go play 2K22, and uh, I'm going to go uh, see my wife. So, hey, if you're watching us on YouTube, you know that we exist. Please like, comment, and subscribe. It really helps us out, and we appreciate it. Audio folks, thank you so much for your continued support. We really, really do appreciate it. If you like what we're doing here, you know, consider hitting that thumbs up. I know I already called it out, but, like, you know, we're trying to grow and do some different stuff. Um, so, get with us you know what i mean um and uh yeah yeah social media twitter instagram at one underscore fall wc that's o n e um yep good stuff man so we're gonna go ahead get up out of here go watch monday night raw and see if cody reds doesn't show up uh so with all that being said thanks for hanging out it's all love we'll catch you next week one fall wrestle cast